Oh, kind. <clears throat> so today, Anubhava was saying it's the one pra in time, which is the way to refer to this, um, the moon days, um, full moon, new moon, half moon days, or he said it's the one yom is, is the day of the monks or the day of the lay people, but whatever you might call it, we, we come here in order to talk about the practice, patipada, um, practicing with, with this mind. But what is this mind? Do we understand yet? What, what is this uh, citta or, or mind? Well, it's the knowing quality that is inside of us all. What we call the Buddha. Buddha actually means the quality of knowing clearly. And this is the quality that we need to develop and, and train. So we can know what is low, what is high, what is uh, in the future, what is past. But really the important one to know is the present, presently arisen uh, qualities and presently arisen things. It's not necessary to go straying far into the past or into the future. When we are develop, developing this mind, we, we should really determine and, and focus on something. We can't just let the mind go here and there, um, just letting the mind basically follow its, its habitual uh, moods and, and, and um, old habits. So we can focus the mind on something like the breath, practicing anapanasati. Uh, the mindfulness of breathing in and out. Or uh, another practice is focusing on some of the 32 parts of the body, like uh, being aware of the the skin uh, that envelops uh, all of the other parts of our body all around. This quality of uh, sati sampajanya, the the mindfulness and clear awareness, is, is very important. It's this quality of knowing all around, knowing the whole world, really. And it's this quality that we should really train with. It's not really that important to know the events that have happened in the past or events that might occur in the future. Like in some circles, it's uh, spiritual circles. People get very fascinated and excited about, you know, this monk has has predicted things that's going to happen in in the future or somebody remembered something that happened long in the past. All these kind of um, supernatural things, we shouldn't really worry too much about it. Instead, we should um, develop the clear knowing in all four postures of the body. Any posture of the body that we might uh, be in, then we should know it. We should know ourselves. As regards the events that occurred in the past, uh, just you don't have to believe it. Whatever might be predicted about the future, there's no need to go and fall for it. Just get too excited about these things. What's the important things to know are things like the four elements that make up this physical body, or the five khandhas, the the five constituent parts of a human being. To know them clearly, that this is the way of our practice. And this practice 
as we develop it slowly, gradually, then there will be a kind of automatic uh, development where this this kind of knowing we don't have to force it anymore. In the beginning, you know, there's a, there's a need to to kind of force it or force yourself to do it or uh, uh, intentionally try to focus on something. But then, some a, a higher level of the practice. Um, uh, is when this knowing just occurs by itself, it just happen, happens on its own. We don't need to force it anymore. This is the kind of level on, on which it, it works by itself. The practice develops by itself. It's like a, a full glass of water. Uh, when you can't pour any more water in it, then it stays just like that. Our mind will be with that sense of fullness and not lacking anything. And then we can live anywhere, we, with all kinds of conditions that occur around us, we can live fully in the, in the present and uh, live in accordance with nature, what is natural or this sense of tamada. There will be no more, nothing more remaining in our minds, that sense of nothing left. And this is what we call the awakened state of mind or the mind which is like fully open, bright, there is no more darkness in it. And it's a skillful state, it's kusala, and there is no unskillfulness remaining in it. And then we feel that sense of fullness uh, and the, the, uh, all the aspects of the path, like sila, samadhi and panya, they arise united together. That sense of sila or a kind of natural restraint will be always present, so we won't uh, we won't uh, uh, engage in any unskillful behavior like uh, speaking, say harshly, or speaking in kind of uncontrolled ways, which for monks that's falling into a kind of um, offense anyway. But it just won't happen for us. And samadhi is the the firmly established mind. Uh, but it doesn't mean, you shouldn't misunderstand this word, it doesn't mean just sitting with your eyes closed and falling into a kind of a, a dark, kind of a stuck uh, state of mind, which is actually a, a hindrance. Um, it's, it's the clear state of knowing uh, in, in our meditation, even when we are, we are lying down, and knowing the breath going in and out, that's that's actually samadhi, the right kind of um, composure of the mind. And actually in all postures, sitting, standing, walking, lying down, it's all samadhi. And then panya is that all around knowing, discernment, knowing clearly, like the body in the body, <coughs> mind in the mind, uh, mental qualities, knowing them inside and outside, internal and external, it all appears right here. And we have to develop that sense of opanaiko, knowing within, bringing it, that knowing within ourselves. If we just <clears throat> develop the, the practice of ceto samatha, or the, uh, just making the mind kind of calm and, and peaceful, pacifying the mind, if we just get stuck on that level, then it's a kind of subtle form of clinging to a state of becoming. So it's not actually something where you want to get stuck into. Instead, we should bring that uh, steadiness of mind and use it to investigate this body, investigate all the conditioned things within us. 
to see the body as it is. So the mind of all the practitioners is, is the same in all situations and, and, and physical postures, wherever we are, to know in a continuous way. That is the way of what we call patipada. When it reaches that stage, there will be that continuous, automatic knowing happening, occurring on its own. And the all mental objects and sense objects that are presented uh, presenting themselves to the mind, they will all be seen clearly, the clear discernment. And this way, uh, as we develop it, whether it happens slow or fast, whichever way it goes, it's <clears throat> it's really the same for, for monks or for lay people, uh, ordained or uh, people in the world. It's really the same path. There is no, no distinctions when you take it on that internal level. It's just like knowing the taste of some sweet, you know, sweet taste, whatever it is, what kind, no matter what kind of sweet, it's that sweetness that that you that we are not that we know. It'll be all the same. So that's that's what we mean by pachatang or, or knowing something individually, knowing it for yourself, just like that sweet taste. So we need to be making a, a kind of continuous effort in this practice, uh, both internally, that refers to that quality of knowing, uh, making it constant, making it continuous, and also in a corresponding way in the, in the outer external postures, like the physical postures, so when we are putting forth effort, you know, like in the sitting, walking meditation. And what is important is uh, consistency, so whether you you determine you undertake to to keep the the five or or the eight precepts or the uposatha precepts, uh, you, get, you have to keep it well. You have to uh, determine to keep it, and we need to develop that sense of shame, uh, just not not overstepping the the boundary or the the restraint of those precepts for monks. Uh, it'll then become that what we call anapati, or it's it's not a an offense uh, because we are always in uh, living with a um, kind of uh, like a clean slate. We don't we don't commit any offenses. Don't fall into any offense that we have to confess. And also for for lay people, um, when it comes to the formal taking of precepts, like like we've done tonight. Um, so for, for most people it's just like repeating the words uh, and but the real sila that we refer to that's something that that it's internal and if we really have a sila then it will protect us this uh, sense of the morality or the, the ethical precepts and we will always be staying with what is right and it'll be what we call nicha sila or the, the permanent or the constant uh, kind of uh, purity. We don't have to actually request it from uh, anyone externally. And it's a purity of body, purity of speech, purity of mind. And it can be compa compared to a fruit that ripens and it becomes sweet and fragrant. And the mind, our mind is the same. When, when it matures and uh, it has this constant uh, quality of rightness uh, within it 
then this, that's the result of panya or, or, or wisdom when, when all things are investigated internally and then we can let them go and, and live at ease wherever we go we'll be at ease and we don't have to get too worried or concerned about all these things that people normally are so concerned about external material objects or trying to get some kind of luck or lucky charms or whatever outside external things they are not really to do with the Buddhist teachings at all they are external stuff so that's what we mean by the practicing well or practicing directly practicing with integrity that's the meaning of that you understand I don't know <laughs> that might be enough for today. I'm my... <laughs>